Oh my god, welcome back to 10 Street Hooligans. This is the show where we talk about magic. We've been gone for so long. There's a holiday that broke up the band, but don't worry, like the Beatles, you can't get rid of us. We're back together. My name's John, or Orzov Dunn, or any of that jazz, and I'm joined by my panel of co-hosts, starting with Johnny the Slivers, the producer. How you doing? How do you do? Happy to see you again. All right. Uh, Mr. The Coach, how was your holiday break? Shut up, John. I mean my M&M's. Wow. <laughs> so, so time of your absence is not, you know, make the heart grow fonder. Uh, Mr. The Zuby, how was you, uh, your break? Sir? It was not bad, man. Not bad. It was pretty good. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. Like, even though we just got off the phone like a couple hours ago. Well, that was yesterday. But uh, and like our ago. very special guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, planes walking from the great white north because I love Canadians. Milo the Great. Thank you for joining us, sir. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on? <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. I haven't spoke to any of you ever. So this is the first time, and it's kind of weird. But this is, I this is, I guess, how people meet now. This is the yeah, world man. world we live in. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, sir. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I we wanted you on. I've been wanting you on the the show for a while, or just on the channel in general. Um, but yeah, we. we there's a new set that's coming out. So this is going to be, we're going to jump right into it because there's so much to talk about because the world is a buzz again with uh, Ravnica Allegiance. Not, you know, this level of hysteria has been reached since, you know, a couple <laughs> months ago since, you know, uh, Guilds of Ravnica. But I mean, this one, it, wow. am I wrong or does this feel like more of a buzz than when Guilds of Ravnica came out? Um, I, to me, it doesn't seem as much as a buzz. I mean, it's, it's an exciting set, but I feel Guild of Ravnica is more exciting. Hmm. I think honest. it's a strong, it's a solid hype. I think it's one of those hypes where it's like the new car smell is gone, but we still have all the horsepower. So we're like, yeah, this is good. We like this. This is like continuation. I think people got burned. People get burned out from hype, but this is like, mm -hmm. oh, Oh, it's still Ravnica? Okay, okay. I got this. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's what's going on. It's still a good set, but I feel like I just got done with my complete set review recording and everything, and I just feel like it's not as exciting as Guilds, but it's still a really good solid set, though. I think we've been spoiled for a little while. You know, I think uh, Dominaria was really good, and then Core 19 was a thing, and then uh, Guilds was just a fantastic set. And everybody was blinded by that sweet, sweet ass Essence Trophy. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, and even Battle Bond came out since then and Ultimate Masters. So I feel like we've been spoiled a little bit. There's, there isn't anything too, well, there's, there's a couple things that are like, what's going on here? But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, that, I agree. That, uh, that, that, mm hmm. Mm, yeah, that one I card agree. about the thing that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I agree too. Um, coach, I mean, we're, did you you did get to pre-release uh, Guilds of Ravnica, right or no? Am I wrong? I might be wrong. What are we? Wait, what are we doing? I Gil didn't get any. I didn't get any preview card whatsoever. No, pre-release, pre-release, pre-release. I did Jesus. not. <laughs> I, I did. I got to go to pre-release. We are professionals. Yeah. Uh, no. Are you as are you more pumped or as pumped for for allegiance that you than you were uh, guilds, coach? Well, I finally get my Azorius card, so I'm beat. I'm about to beat all y'all's asses. Oh, oh shit! Nice. No, you're not. <laughs> awesome. It's on. 
Tomorrow, Zuby, we are playing arena. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> wow. Throwing Let's down. Do Throwing down the gauntlet. So so that that is true. I think all of us now have our in my I don't know it, like what a guild do you really identify yourself with? That's interesting that you ask. I uh I, I think I would normally uh side with Golgari normally. Uh however, uh the the color combination that you assigned me is what I picked for the pre-release. So I don't know. That ah. just it just happened that way. I picked it long a long time ago. And uh, you gave me that one, so thank you. Yeah, it was kismet. It was meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Simic is uh, is is Zuby's uh, jam too. Although you won't be talking about the the X Men uh, tonight, right? But you you are a, a Simic player at heart, right? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I am. I, <laughs> oh, did, I did say um, Zuby. Yes. <laughs> you you're talking to me? <laughs> um. I mean, I guess, yeah. Especially as much as I try to deny my inner Timmy, because I, I like to think I'm an is it? I'm a smart mage, but no, I just like to play big dumb creatures. <laughs> sure, yeah. Coach is Azorius, Johnny. You're you're Rakdos all the way, and of course, you know, I don't like. And what is there another guild in this set? I don't know. Uh, moving on, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is just. Uh, I mean, it. This is like the Tin Street. Uh, you know, guild set, you know, they all came out and and it's representing all of us and, and it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the only time that you'll ever hear me complain about not getting a preview card is when is, is this set because 10 street, uh, little duder guy, you serious? Come on. It's in the show notes, people. We should have got that card because uh, wizards just like, uh, put it out by themselves anyways, but whatever. <laughs> uh, street duder guy. Tinsrick Duter guy, and why why don't I get a preview card? Yeah, there there we go. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm in the same boat as you are, John. So let's just say that. <laughs> I I mean it was just a little common goblin, but he looks sweet. I just made a really bad deck tech and included him because I suck at magic. But let's <laughs> let, let's get right into it. Like last time we oh, well, first off, let's talk about you know if you do want all these cool sweet cards, you go over to cardsfear.com, the best place to buy, sell, and trade your paper magic the gathering cards. Uh that is the best place to to go shop for all this uh great uh allegiance stuff. But uh yeah, jumping into it. Do we have a um, I thingy Johnny, Johnny the producer. I am so good at this tonight. Let me tell you, good thing we're live. Are you drunk? Uh, a thingy? I'm not, oh, I'm no. coffee. No, oh, we don't. That's even worse. I, I totally coffee. blanked on the thing, but basically, uh, <laughs> I don't have that right now. All right, so that's okay. we'll pick it up next time. Yes, we will. Uh, <laughs> it, we're doing a short turnaround, and the next episode is going to be a huge monumental just, uh, event. So, boys, just put it wait. in post, put it in, in post. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it live. Milo thinks we have post in the show. <laughs> Does he know it's live? <laughs> Oops. All right. Yeah. So I think last time the resounding guild that I think we all agreed was just fantastic was was Demir with the uh, um, uh, surveil mechanic. I think it just turned out pretty great. So now we're gonna put in our you know kind of pre. I, 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 you know, I what is it? Forecasting hats and try to figure out uh, which one of the five <laughs> guilds is the best and which one is the worst. And what is everyone's vote on the the worst in their opinion? Let's start with our special guest, Milo the Great. Uh, so, as far as the worst is concerned, I think that I, I want to say that maybe in sealed, 
Rakdos might not might not be as good as it will be in draft. Uh, that's like my first impression. Um, in draft, I think Rakdos is probably one of the better ones. Um, I think that uh, Orzov has legs. Uh, I guess they have wings. They they turn into spirits. Um, and I always just love when I'm playing limited to to be able to just trade creatures openly and getting a benefit every time. So I really like that one. Um, overall, I'm going to say Simic's the worst and, uh, and Gruel's the best. Oh, nice. All right. Zuby, same question with your mouth full of noodles. Um, so... As far as worst, I'd have to agree with Milo. Simic does seem to be the worst in both sealed and draft. Um, but as far as the best goes, to me, just going over all the cards, it came really close between Gruul and Rakdos. Hmm, and, uh, interesting. I'd probably have to lean more towards Gruul because that's just such a heavy set for um, just beating people down quickly. What, what about Rakdos really got you going? Because a, a lot of people have said that's... Kind of, it's either Simic or Rakdos or, or just kind of the, the duds. It would just seem to be um, a lot of good spectacle cards were out there. And um, just a lot of ways for trying to deal damage quickly as well. A lot of good burn spells and a lot of good um, just being able to get underneath your opponent and kill him quickly. But not as quickly or as good as Gruul, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Coach, you're up. Rank your guilds. I'm, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna just be super biased. Azorius is gonna win. I'm just saying. Now, however, I will say Simic. Simic, uh, I think is gonna be probably your worst guild because I mean, not only just some of the card, like the card limitations, but just historically speaking, unless it has a breakout year in in this hit, Simic is always just that color combination has been just super weak overall. It's super slow. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I think Azorius, while Azorius is slow, it's got white to like help it out, you know, in the longer run. So yeah, a lot of I'm going to be biased and say Azorius, but in the worst part, I think just historically Simic has not been that great. Sure. That's totally fair. Johnny, you're uh, round us out. Yeah. I think, I think Simic is weakest, not mostly because the fact there is keyword mechanic requires mana activation. It's, it's an extra cost on top of, it's not like spectacle is incidental. So Rakdos can do burn. Just it does damage. It's its thing. Red Black does that on, on its own very easily. So you can get spectacle to go off. Um, I, Orzov, I like Orzov. The, Orzov's got some longevity to it. Like that afterlife ability, we saw that in Innistrad. And having those tokens pop up just when a creature dies, that's really interesting. Like for the long game, if you can draft the right comp, like you can. And that's the thing. I think if you draft three colors, which you can do with this set, you can definitely splash that with something else, support it really well. I think Orzhov is strong. Simic is slow. Uh, the riot mechanic in limited, I think, is where there is strength. I think saying Gruul is one of the one of the strongest, if not the strongest, for draft environment is probably the way to go because riot is either you get a big beefy creature with with counters and then splash Simic to get benefit off of that. Or you can you can just haste in and beat face. So I think that's where it's. I I have a hard time kind of gauging them in a vacuum because I look at this set and I see everything in like three color combos because they all there's a lot of there's a, it happened with it happened with um, Guilds of Ravnica too. So 
I think, uh, yeah, I think Boros is probably the stronger. I love Sunder Shaman. That thing is a 5-5 five, five for 4 mana that just has upsides. That's nuts. So, yeah. you know, not getting into the top our top fives just yet. But, yeah, I think uh, Simic is at number 5, and I'd put probably, yeah, I would put uh, Gruel somewhere near the top. Yeah, and, and just to kind of throw Simic a bone here, or a crab leg uh, to be more appropriate, I think that they have some of the best cards in uh in in the set, I, I think I think uh, growth spiral is going to be do fantastic things. The one that says you know, oh. uh, well I don't you know I don't want to spoil in case Milo wants to talk about it. So but but there is you know uh, the ascendancy, all that stuff. Simic really has some power to it, but just as a drafting deck or or just what it's uh, contributing to a, a constructed <laughs> format, I, I'll have to agree with all of you that I think it's, you know, it's a resounding no as far as Simic goes. And it, and it just seems so lazy. Like, uh, Graft was Graft was probably the best of the three Simic mechanics. And then you go to, uh, I think it was Adapt, uh, or, no, I'm sorry, Evolve. Uh, Evolve was, it was a pretty intuitive mechanic. It worked really well. Uh, it looked just boring. Where this one just flat out looks like they ran out of ideas and it was just like it seemed like watsi had a deadline they're like we have we have to push the set out we still need a mechanic oh whatever just just double a you know put put counters on it you know for x amount I of mean, mana adapt is essentially just monstrosity yeah yeah without the memory of monstrosity so you, you can at least remove the counters to get adapt benefits again yeah, so you get like, the counters off, and then you can go adapt again. Monstrosity. Once it went monstrous, you could never do it again. And and to be fair to your point, Milo, like uh, Monstrosity was a, turned out to be a pretty fantastic mechanic with Blue Chronos and everything from from Theros. So maybe there is some game to it. Uh, and then it's and then it's tough because to me the the remaining four are so razor close because I think like Azorius and, and Rakdos are interchangeable at three and four, and they're not even bad. They have some fantastic cards uh, in them as well. And then again, uh, to agree with, with the, the panel, I would have to say Orzov and uh, Gruul are probably your top. I just think that Orzov, you know, maybe it's because of, you know, who I am and how much I love the guild, but I think it's, I mean, this is the, this set is the uh, lingering soul set. And it's insane that they gave a mechanic like that where where one card back in the day was so broken, uh, it was almost banned. Now this is an entire mechanic for an entire guild, and I just I can't wait to see it. Um, so, yeah, let, let's uh, jump into it. So we're going to go person by person, and we're going to give, uh, representing our guilds uh, to you all, audience, we're going to give our top five, maybe starting, does anyone have honorable mentions? I, I do. got a, I I got got a one. few. Okay, so why why don't we start with uh we'll we'll start with our guest again, uh Milo the Great. Your do you have an honorable mention for Simic? Uh no. Okay, so let's uh <laughs> jump right into your number five. Uh my number five, I'm gonna go with uh Benthic Biomancer. Uh, is somebody gonna pull Yep, I just oh, okay. there we go. Um, wait for it. So now Johnny's got to look for. Her. <laughs> no, it's I've got. I'm screen sharing. Here we go. Yeah. See, okay. I've already prepped for this like ten minutes. Ahead, you know, ten minutes ahead of the stream. <laughs> so it's a uh, one one for one. Pretty good already, right, guys? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super stoked. <laughs> and it adapts for yeah. one in a blue. 
And whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on it, you draw a card, then discard a card. Uh, I I think it's like I always I'm always interested in one drop blue creatures. Like I want to see them in play and I want to use them before I actually uh, count them out. And this one looks like um, the way I was thinking about it because it's three mana. So I was thinking like oh, if I play like a frantic search, right? I'll pay two and a blue to uh, draw, you know, draw some cards, discard a card. And, uh, and instead of getting an extra card, this time I get a two, two, right? Yeah. And, and so I was thinking it was all right. I think I'm going to try it out in cube. Uh, Do I just go to my next one now? Well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of jump around. So let's go to, let's go to uh, Zuby. If you have an honorable mention, say that one real quick and then go into your number five. Um, Honorable mention, uh, I don't know if I really have one, but I can go into my number five here. Hold on one yeah, that's, second. That's cool. I'm going to share my screen here in a second here. You don't I don't, you don't even have to share it. I think Johnny's got it. Yeah, oh. just shout it off and I'll I'll scroll up to it. So yeah. my number five is Flames of the Razebore. It is five and a red instant. And uh, I'm Gruel, right? I chose the right. right. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> So, Flames of the Razebore reads, it deals 4 damage to target creature an opponent controls, then Flames of the Razebore deals 2 damage to each other creature that player controls, if you control a creature power 4 or greater. And the one reason I like this card is because, as we know, boards like to get clogged up in limited very often. So, this is the perfect kind of card to just say, eh, especially if you're up against, say, Orzov. And be like, oh, well, now your board is pretty much gone of all those stupid afterlife spirits now. <laughs> I mean, yep, it doesn't six, matter. Though. That's a well, lot. But, yeah, that, I mean, that's one of those cards you put two, you got two of in a deck, and that's where it's like, okay, their board state's gotten out of control. Let's just burn them out. Yep, sure. exactly. And yeah. it's in red, and it's going to go in, it's going to go in gruel. So there's mana ramp there. So I, I, you know, the the price on that, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, it, it's a bit high of a cost, but if you're at that that end game, and like I said, you're stuck in a board, then this will just really swing things around for you. Sure. Yeah. No, it's it's a big scary burn spell. Uh, just that that mana cost. I mean, it's an instant though. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um. All right, uh, Coach. All right. Your number, either honorable mention or or number five. Well, I'm or gonna both. do both. Yeah. Mm. Why not both? See, I'm gonna present it very specially right here. Watch oh, this, here guys. Mmm, PowerPoint. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let me switch. To, let, I'm, I'm going to coach. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, mm. look at that. Oh, A God. two converted mana cost creature for two two and. Paint a white, you gain two life. Paint a blue, you draw a card and then discard a card. So it's like a mini Jace almost. So, uh, yeah. That's I think... generous. Mm. <laughs> Sounds yeah. Honorable mention. I like this card. So it, it, Is that the... I think that might be the best oh. guild mage this, this round, though. Would you Would you all agree? No. Say that again? The best guild mage this, said... this go-round? No. I think the Gruel guild mage is the best one. Yeah, that might be true. I don't hey, know. This I, is my hey hey hey. This is my <laughs> presentation here. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is I'm doing this. All right. So All right. number five, my good yes. man, Dovin Grand Arbiter. Oh, number five. Yeah, so number five. Yeah, weird list. enough, I had to kind of look at some of the blue, white combination spells. So uh, yeah. So but Dovin, Dovin, um, 
can protect himself with the topter and then just pretty much um, gain cards. And it looks like it's an easy way to get some of these uh, loyalty counters up too with the his plus one. But yeah, definitely a very good one over here. So is there is there a deck with with Dovin and uh, Teferi? You think? Oh, I'm gonna make one. And I'm gonna make it. It's gonna happen. So <laughs> whether you, there is or not, right? <laughs> whether there is or not, you watch your ass, bitches. No, <laughs> he's forcing Dovin to fairy. Indeed. <laughs> All, right. All right, Johnny. Uh, honorable mention or or and or number five. I've got actually. I I had two honorable mentions, and I, I placed them both here. Right? You can just yeah. So we've got captive audience. Uh, that's definitely one of my honorable mentions. I love that it's it's expensive, but in the game coming from Commander, this is going to be just fine. You put this in, and the person is basically going to die. They're going to lose their hand, so they're already behind on card advantage. They're going to lose, go down to four life, or put creatures in play for what is this? Oh, I'm sorry. Each opponent gets five black zombie tokens, which is bananas and this will go into jundex this will go into anything that ramps with green it's or whatever this is nuts uh the other one would be judith the scourge diva um and i i she only made honorable mention because i feel like judith and tasa want to be partners Mm -hmm. in a commander setup like they need to do a ruling where you can have partners just make them partners like these two Tessa and and Judith are just BFFs. They are all day long gaining value, and you just add, you know, a lifeline. So you know that reserve list card that no creatures die if there's anything on the field. Yeah, lifeline. You just keep aristocrating the hell out of the board. So that's the honorable mention. How much Mine, in price are those up to at the moment? I'm not sure. I, have, Judith. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't looked recently. Um, I haven't looked at any prices for this set actually. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, at my number, my number five is actually Rakdos, the showstopper. Um, <clears throat> mostly for the name, I, I, and and the uh, and the flavor text, but <laughs> <laughs> the Rakdos, the showstopper, flying trample six six for six, just on the vanilla scale, it's already solid. But um, when he enters the battlefield, you flip coins, and each creature that's not a demon, devil, or imp is destroyed for whatever comes up tails. So. This is an incidental kind of wrath effect that hits the four board when he comes into play. But then you take a helm of the host and attach it to Rakdos Showstopper, and you get that every turn. That's that's my favorite part about this guy. It's an ETB. It's not a cast trigger. So this you can copy this. You can get this. Any time a copy comes into play, you get the effect. So that's what I like about this for number five. Nice. Good. Uh, I'll, I'll round this round out. Uh, my honorable mention real quick is uh, Seraph of the Scales. Uh, and, and you say, wow, the, you know, the mythic is didn't make the list. But I just, you know, I, I wanted to kind of branch out and do something not so obvious um, because I think Seraph of the Scales is going to just be a an all-star in this format. I mean, look at the stats. It's it's four for a four three flyer, and then you can pay one white or one uh, one white and it gains vigilance. Uh so you block all day and then you pay black and it has death touch. It's insane. And and that all of that would have been fine. Four for a four three flyer would have been fine. It wouldn't have been mythic, but it would have been fine. Add those other two things, it would probably bump it to rare. The thing that puts this thing over the top is the afterlife too. This thing is just 
disgusting. Uh, it, it's going to replace itself with two flyers. Uh, so it's super lingering souls. And then, uh, you, you know, it, it, there's cards in the set that you could use to reanimate it. So this thing is just going to take over games in the most disgusting way possible. Um, going to my actual number five, that's going to be Ministrant of Obligation. Um, so let me, yeah, Ministrant of Obligation. Let me find where that was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that is my Lingering Souls card. Uh, this this card is nuts. I mean, it, it's kind of less less good Lingering Souls two two and one white for a two one Afterlife two. Those stats, uh, it may look very vanilla and very innocuous at first, but this shit is going to take over the world, um, at least in limited. Uh, maybe constructed if there's a deck, um, but limited for sure. Uh, you're getting a two one for for three, which is fine but then when it dies and it will because it only has you know one one power or one toughness rather two one one flyers that is insane stats ladies and gentlemen so that is my number five so we'll go back to our our special guest milo the great for your number four hey i've got a number four for you you guys like magic cards no i I hope you do because (laughs) this one's called Terramander. Oh, it's an uncommon and it's better than a rare. Oh, oh my god. Terramander. Let me tell you about its stats. Buckle <laughs> up. It's one <laughs> mana for a one one. That's pretty good already, huh? I just do the same jokes <laughs> again and again. Here. Yeah. Over uh, and over again. <laughs> Terramander. This one is flying already better than the last guy. Last guy can get the heck out of here. This one, oh my god, <laughs> for seven and a Go blue, on, he, he fits right in. Yeah, <laughs> this one has adapt four for eight mana, but it costs one less, uh, for each instant sorcery in your graveyard. I'm struggling, I mean, I'm not it, even finding the damn thing. You, Where is it? you should use the official card list from Watsy because it's better organized than Mythic Spoiler. Okay, give me the. Oh, the <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I, I cannot find this card either. <laughs> Did you make this card? Is this, no. Is this a made up card? Is this? Is it? No, it, it's a real card. It's a real card, man. Everyone's talking about it. It's the hot <laughs> thing. Check Twitter. It's a hashtag. Come on, guys. Hashtag Terramander. <laughs> yeah, it's Terramander ter- Mania is the hashtag. Check it out. I just put it and in. If we ever found it. I'm sure it's just the best. Put it on the Hangouts chat, Johnny. Here, maybe I can share my screen because I'm looking at it. You, you there you go. That. Here, I got you. You got me. All right. Yep. This guy. Oh, here he is. Terramander. Uh, your face. Okay. No, there we go. That's not what you wanted. <laughs> is that not what you wanted. He is the Terramander. Oh my God. Terramander <laughs> the Great. No, I see it. Johnny, I see check it. your Google Hangout chat. Oh God, where's that? Where it says <laughs> Google Hangout chat. All right, I got it. There Dirk. we go. There we go. All right. Yeah. All I right. Didn't so, see that. Well, so Terramander, first off, it's a Salamander Drake. Mwah, that's a spicy pizza pie. <laughs> <laughs> the ability costs one less activate for each instant sorcery. Uh is that right? Is that right? Because that seems like an is it card to me. 
also i mean it, it's one of those cards that that kind of feels a little bit familiar like a like a, a delver of secrets sort of card where yeah, at first it doesn't seem that good but you know treasure cruise taught us a valuable lesson about how many cards you can get in your graveyard if there's a if there's a reason you know sure does this make the cut for cube is the you know your professional oh. opinion my yeah, professional opinion let me tell you yeah <laughs> all right God. uh zuby number four why no, can't i find terramander it's a blue <laughs> it's, a, it's a mono blue card what's wrong with me we are we saw terramander we saw we yeah. saw it. and then i need to see terramander on. what's <laughs> it exists it's there all right zuby what's your number four Coming in at number four is yes. N-Race Forerunners at five double or triple green. It is a creature bore 7-7 seven, seven with Vigilance, Trample, and Haste. When this enters the battlefield, other creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and gain Vigilance and Trample until end of turn. So we got a baby Crater Hoof Behemoth theme going on here. Jeez. And I love, love, love the flavor text. Smash this city to pieces, says Domri Raid. So this is your typical kind of, you open this up, pack one, pick one. Yeah, I'm taking this because this is a stupid bomb and you're just going to play this maybe by turn six or seven. Uh, if you're bad, then by turn eight. Um, and you'll just drop this and be like, mm, I win. Yeah. That I lose awesome. at the screen sharing game. I, mean, <laughs> I, I failed so abysmally. It's the worst. I am the worst. I'm quite enjoying game. it. What what is the what is the card called again, Zoo? End Raise Forerunner. It and is what? five and triple green. Okay, it so is a green. mono green card, and the green family. You got it, Johnny. I can you get can this. Do. I can get there. I we can get there. It, it's a green card. <laughs> that one. Oh yes, that one. God. There you go. There it is. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah it's the new crater hoof. Hoof yeah, there it is. we found it. It's a baby crater hoof. Yeah, that's kind of cute. In a, it's a really good bomb and limited. Five, uh, this six, seven, eight. That's a lot of mana. I yeah. mean, yeah, and sealed. Yeah. I could see this. Yeah, but yeah. if you're good, you'd cast it by turn six or seven. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it goes Ooh. in Sapperling Tribal. <laughs> nice, uh, coach. You're up number four. I'll, I'll go back mm. to your screen because you, you have got power excited, Johnny. Mm. 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 Okay. If, I, if, my, if my Skillshare even works, so or my screen share even works. Oh, I see me. There you All go. All right, let's see. You got this. All right, so number five was Dove and Bond, but number four, Sphinx of the New Prave. Ooh, yes. mm. Sarah, it's a one less than Sarah Angel, flying vigilance, and suppose your opponent casts that target. This creature casts two more to cast. So it's uh yeah, it's pretty hot. So uh yeah, I'm gonna definitely use this. Did you guys have uh any luck using any of the other four? Because th this is a cycle. The 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 two and two guild colors, uh they they had it in Guilds of Ravnica and, and of course they brought it back in Allegiance. Did you guys have any luck or any good stories with the original five that we saw in guilds? I think the Drake is where it's at. 
Sure. I, I, yeah. From original, yeah. like that. When I in my red blue on arena, that's in there. I haven't like had it working yet, but I know when it connects, it's going to be devastating. So, and the I, fact that it draws a card, that's a big one for the Drake. Yeah. I, I, the Simic one was uh, not, I'm sorry, not Simic. The Celestia one, I lost to a couple times uh, in sealed and in draft. That one was, was a pretty good beater as well. And that was rough too, because it replaces itself. It's also got like an afterlife effect, right? Yep. yep yeah, absolutely. Um, Johnny, you're up. Um, let me go back to yep. you. Your oh, number four, Rakdos card. My number four is Spawn of Mayhem. And this guy, I, I let's just again back to vanilla. He's a flying trample four four for four. So how fast he finds his own card. It yeah, well, I, I know, mean, right? I, no, yeah. Totally so. unbiased. No, yeah. no, no, no <laughs> right. But that that alone is strong enough. It's spectacle. You can cheat him in for this goes in a Lac Rakdos Lord of Riots deck. Like this actually, this spectacle ability. Um, belongs in a Rakdos Lord of Riot deck, but also the fact that this guy keeps that activated all the time on your turn is perfect. Rakdos Lord of Riot counts on damage being done in order to cast them, but then you get a discount on all of your creatures that you anything you cast, you get a discount. I think it's creatures, yeah. And this basically, if you're at a tape, a, a pot of four players in in EDH, you've just reduced the cost of everything you want to cast out of your hand by four. Uh, so every turn, each player takes a point of damage. That's the whole thing. And once you're under 10 life, he starts getting bigger. So it's just as far as demons go, this thing is basically the Jazam Jin on crack. This is the way to go. And as far as I just, he's just awesome. He's just an awesome 4 4 for 4. Yeah. And also, one thing I want to point out about this card. Look how sweet an altar turning that into the predator is going to be. Hell, pretty yeah. good, right? <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. If anyone's capable of it, get but it only if you can get the, the, sound yeah. effect, the, the, the clicking noise, that weird, creepy. <laughs> I'm a half bug, half humanoid. Who's friends with the predator? Let's get this going. Just don't ask to, to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is sweet, man. That that card is right, uh, Milo. I mean, you're the again the professional cuber here. Uh, do those stats entice you to to throw in a cube? Oh yeah, this is like an auto include for cube. I think for most people, I uh, I think the card is great for the cost of a hypnotic specter. You get this thing, get out of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zuby, does this see any other constructed formats? Um, I mean, standard for sure. It, it, it can probably find a home in like red, red, black, you know, uh, aggro slash tempo type build. But as far as anything else, um, as of right now, no, it's too slow in anything else right yeah. now. How sweet would it have been if Curse of the Pierced Heart got reprinted for this set? Ooh. That would have been just busted. Oh my god, yeah. So no, Vor Vortex would be the craziest card they could reprint. <laughs> oh my god. So totally like Rakdos, magic. Rakdos wants Sulfuric Vortex so bad. So Hell bad. Yeah. Actually, um, what is it? Vicious Rumors likes this. Vicious Rumors just got a big bump with this with Spectacle. Sure. Like, yeah. I think everybody loses a point and this pitch pitches a card, but like one black, all of a sudden you're just spectacles online. That's pretty sweet. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump to mine. Uh, my number four. This is, uh, I went from spicy 
to kind of boring, this is an obvious one. I, I do love removal, and I'm glad it's back. Uh, it's Mortify. One, one white, one black. This is a reprint from original Ravnica block. They did skip us uh, when they did uh, return to Ravnica because we had Putrefy. In the original Ra uh, Rakdo, or Rakdos, the original Ravnica block, uh, we got Putrefy and Mortify at the same time, uh, but it it just it was a lot of removal. So I, I think they they you know rightfully so they kind of space it out with two different blocks over a couple of years. So uh, glad to see it back. Putrefy was in standard again uh, when it when it hit Return to Ravnica, and I absolutely think that we're going to see Mortify used in some kind of a, either you could go uh, Abzan mid-range, uh, may maybe there's a reanimator out there, but of course Esper control um, or some yeah. other kind of control. Mortify is just the the nuts and bolts, what you want to do in these colors. It destroys target creature or enchantment. Um, I don't know if there's, there's any real enchantments to really grab but when you're in these colors uh especially with you know are you talking the, about constructed or yeah constructed uh history of banalia is huge right now sure and yeah absolutely. landing and um yeah shit yeah. a conclave tribunal and ixalan's binding yeah. so there's a lot of so enchantments it, it can target it does yeah absolutely yeah mortify is just it's always good to see those those really powerful removal spells uh come in and out uh the one the classic ones uh all right so back to milo your number three simic card uh-oh potato milo's on mute right now yeah milo is put himself on timeout yeah yeah sorry there i was going to switch my my screen share and switch mute at that. Okay, here's what we got. Hello. All right. Hey, look who it is. You know, the first two times I wanted to tell you a little bit about how much I liked one ones for one. Sure. Now we're upping it, upping it up. We got a zero zero for two. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is X, a green and a blue, and for. For basically uh, six mana, it could be slightly better than Mole Drifter. Sure. <laughs> and that's what we've been asking for for a really long time. We, we've wanted to see a card that's just like slightly better than Mole Drifter. Um, I just like this because you can drop it on a lot of different uh, slots and it's a useful card. Um, like... In limited, this card is going to be fantastic in the ramp decks, any oh, deck yeah. that's that's generating a lot of mana, and because it just refills your hand, right? Like the creature itself isn't a big deal, although it's going to be a force on the on the board. Uh, but even if they deal with it, you've already got what you needed to out of it, which is since you spent all of those cards on ramping, uh, you get to recoup your entire hand by playing Hydro Crisis. Yeah, this is the the Sphinx's Crisis, right? It, it even gives you the uh, comparison right there. Uh, that's whatever. At least that's what everyone thought. I, I think the that kind of comparison has cooled a bit. Uh, do you think? I mean, do you remember how crazy Sphinx's Revelation was? I assume. Do you think it's going to be anywhere near that level? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> uh, however, I think that uh, something can be said for anything that's a jellyfish Hydra beast. That's yes, right. Yes. I mean, like, come on, they Sub are knocking that flavor out of the park. Sub I want tribal is a thing in Simic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The only thing better than a jellyfish, a hydra jellyfish. That's a beast. Yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, it's a beast. <laughs> I love the it. The dads uh, are running rampant. Zuby, you're number three. Yo. All right, so this number three probably wouldn't be the greatest in limited because most of these types of cards in this set are pretty trash. I mean, it can find a... Maybe it can be in limited, but this is my favorite enchantment of the set, um, and that is Wilderness Reclamation for three and a green. At the beginning of your end step, untap all lands you control. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be stupid good in EDH. Um Will this see a home in like standard or anything? Eh, maybe. I, I I mean, maybe for some jank stuff. But as far as EDH is concerned, Wilderness Reclamation is super super sweet. Yeah. Like I said, but this is terrible for limited though. Yes, uh, I mean it's very much like a Profit Acrufix a little bit, uh, where now you kind of I, it's not as good as Profit Acrufix, yeah. but. It's that type of effect that that EDH just craves. So yeah, that yeah. that yeah, uncommon too. Woo! I less I don't know. I I don't think you want to underestimate even in limited. You shouldn't under, underestimate this card. Like this hits the field. And yeah. This means this means instant combat tricks or whatever are. Oh, oh, no, I agree with that. But most of the enchantments in the set are complete trash. This is just one of the lesser trashy ones. <laughs> only slightly trashy. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I still don't think you should play it in limited. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I don't think you should play that in limited. No, <laughs> just, I, you I, have I, like, I, if you're playing ten plus counter spells, then maybe. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and if there's a way to save your mana, you know, like Krufix style, then yeah, no, it's really not that good. I have a Mortify target now. Ooh, probably oh, the only one I enchantments. They're all bad in the set. I, I, I would say get your foils now, though, because I'm sure the price on, on foils for that for EDH are just going to go nuts. They're going to skyrocket to $2. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, number three, take it away. Dramatic. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see. So, hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Damn it. I goofed. Dang it. You got this. I done goofed. All right. So let's see. Number three. Oh, Lavinia. yeah. Zorius oh, Renegade. Yeah. So slow. Keyword or keywords, I should say. <laughs> slow play. Each opponent can't cast non creature spells with converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that can, that player controls. When an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. So I'm gonna slow play it. I'm gonna slow play everyone. So I think this was gonna be an early, a good early game um, deal for like if I'm gonna play with Lavinia, this could be a very good slow play to kind of get more men on the field and just play the long game. Absolutely. Yeah. What do y'all think? She's oh, dude, this is gonna this is gonna be a ridiculous card, especially in um, modern and possibly legacy. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be stupid. Yeah, I like how they made the art look. I, I know there's a there's a, a alternate art already for it, and that was actually spoiled before this one, which I prefer. It's like her creeping out, like voyeur style, looking out the uh, out the window. Uh, but I like that that they made the art on this one look old. Like it looks like an old Magic card. Uh, that's because I think it's going to be just an internal All Star Milo Cube for sure, right? 
No, I don't think so. Ooh. Um, I love it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Like, I, I it looks like a modern card that's important for sideboards against two different decks. That's what I see here. I, I mean, unless like you lose in cube every time because somebody casts like artifact mana into Karn or you know, like if, if that's a big problem in your cube that nobody's been able to deal with, I guess this is fine, but it seems a little <laughs> narrow. No, I agree. It seems like it's not going to have many opportunities to be good, even in draft or sealed. I so mean, it has constructed. We're going for constructed. Yeah, but constructed mm. is good for sure. Nice. All right, uh, guys, I'll be back in like a couple minutes. I'm also like, while doing this show, I'm like prepping dinner when Grace gets back home. So, oh, so going back Aww. and forth. I know, right? She's we know who, we know who coach's top number one is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's sweet. Jace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, number three. My number three is a common. It is skewer the critics because yes. I am a burn player. The one modern deck that I like really made an effort to build was Naya Burn. And anytime I see a lightning bolt effect where you know, sure, it's three at you know retail is three but we've got an option you can do damage and burn dumb just done it happens it's always possible and you can easily get this off to yeah that's a good beer i'm drinking really good beer i'm drinking (laughs) but i skewer the critics just because just even though you have to work around the whole getting that damage in to make the spectacle cost viable it's still in a burn deck it works and this is just, I love it when they print another version of Lightning Bolt. Don't care whether it's instant or sorcery. Don't care if it's like, what's the one where, what's the madness one? I'm blanking on it. Uh, the one where, yeah, you pay, if it's good, if it gets discarded, you pay one and it becomes a Lightning Bolt. Fiery Temper. Fiery Temper. Like, yep. this is another version of Fiery Temper. This is another one, a version of Rift Bolt. Like, they make the cut. They make the cut in burn builds, and this is going to be one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if it finds a home as like a two of possibly in burn. You don't want to get stuck with this in the opening hand if you don't have like enough fuel to make it happen. But it's just, if, you, if you're if you top decking with this, then it's another problem. But, you know, Red's gotten some fun stuff for playing with top deck in the last couple of sets. And we're going to talk about one of those tonight. But this, this thing just, I love this card. I love that burn got a boost. I have a couple things to mention about this card, if I may. Please. Uh somebody left a joke when I posted this card and they said they can't wait to counterspell it and say, hate is going to hate. So so I thought that was pretty good. And then the other thing is I just want to celebrate the, the, the theme, the Rakdos theme this year, because I love the, I love the, uh, what's going on here. It's like Cirque du Soleil meets kink.com. It's beautiful. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> it is. Uh, there's that one Rakdos card, and I don't think it's going to be a spoiler for Johnny's list because I, I don't think it's very good. But it's like that reanimation spell where it's like uh, you do it for like one one turn or whatever. But the art is literally like a funeral. It's an Orza funeral, oh, and then oh, they have one of the yes. guys. It's just a like, mockery. Yes. What is it? Yeah, it's like that one mockery is, or something. Macabre mockery is is hilarious. You steal a you steal some. Oh, 
something about it's instant speed mind yeah you. there it is there it is put that yeah that. instant speed macabre mockery where you basically it's for four mana you rip something out of your opponent's graveyard right yeah opponent's it's graveyard for the for the graveyard yeah, yeah and it gets a brutal. it gets a buff it gets haste it's like this is a combat trick all on its own so but you if is the art so hilarious but i'm telling you if you're facing off anybody who's got four mana up and two of its red and red and black butte and it's like game two watch out for this thing because they're going to take your graveyard and turn it against you and suddenly they're going to yeah this thing this thing could do work if it's done right so what yeah macabre mockery i saw that i was like that's a nice that's a little bit of a niche play but i think i think it's it's a beefy card oh well, since we're here let's do some honor drill bit is another one drill bit right here this is a um also kind of like the this is another version of um thoughtsies so yeah. yeah you got to work around but it's it's another thoughtsies well here's the thing i'm not going to get fooled this time around because i died on that mountain last set where it's like something whispers or something rumors and it was it was i'm like this is thoughtsies oh my god like i freaked out and nothing happened and it was always the last card like people were taking like the the tokens over that and draft and people were just like oh my god you thought this was good so i'm going to not think real bit <laughs> fantastic no, no, no. Yet because I it didn't make yeah, my list I, I, but it was just a it was like oh look at that they did a thought seize thing i am gonna go with for my number three i'm gonna go with revival and revenge this is the orzov split card where half is hybrid half is uh just a gold card God, I love this card so much. Uh, it's uh, revival side is uh, hybrid white or two white black. So either two white or two black or a combination of the, of the two of them. Sorcery speed. This is a rare return target creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, like I was saying, the, the lingering souls card uh, earlier, that uncommon, the two one that if it dies, you get two spirits and then you revival it. God, you just have all the creatures all the time and it's just insane um the revenge side is good and not as good in my opinion it is a sorcery for a white and a black double your life total target opponent loses half their life rounded up so i, I believe that's like the soren markov trigger um i think this is more for commander or it, it's funny like this card is for two different formats on one card. Revival side is definitely, I could see standard playable or even limited. Revenge side, you could see maybe limited, but mostly for Commander. Uh, I love the hell out of him. And it's got my my girl uh, Tace on one side and the Ghostface Killer on the uh, opposite side. So uh, back to Milo, you're on your number two. Coach, you didn't miss a thing. Welcome back. Sweet. All right. Number two, for number the two, a magic. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm killing some time while I pull up the card. <laughs> I just I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got here? A incubation incubation druid. That's what you guys see, right? Is it on? Uh, the I will in a second. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yep, there it is. So yeah, there. Uh, so this is a one in a green for zero two. You know that's good enough already. But let me tell you, it can tap to add one mana of any type that a land you control could produce. So that's pretty solid. It, you know, it's like a Lawn or Elf or whatever for two mana. 
pretty good. Uh, but the the key is that once it has a plus one plus one counter on it, you can tap add three mana uh, instead. And they printed a card that we spoke about earlier. Uh, that one that cost seven mana and it was Crater of Behemoth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like yeah. I feel like these two are going to be best dudes. I think oh, they're yeah. going to hang out all the time, and I think people are going to be talking about some ships. So I think it's going to be a pretty, <laughs> pretty interesting stuff between Incubation Druid and the Wild Boars. Yeah. Oh, you well, said ship that yeah. relationship. Okay. I was really thinking about like a boat. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to get with the lingo, man. Ship it. Yeah, ship the relationship. Yes, queen. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, shit. I think that it's uh I think it's a pretty solid card. I think it could be interesting. Uh the adapt is a little expensive. But true. Yeah, but putting counters on it other ways. Her, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Orzov's yeah. all about having stuff to do later. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, not Orzov, Simic, Simic, Simic. I meant. Right, yeah, yeah. This, this reminds me of a this. This feels like a less broken bloom tender to me. Mm, sure. Okay. If I knew what that yeah. card did, sure. Oh, bloom tender, one in the green. It's from the one I think the lower wind block, and even it adds even tide maybe. And yeah, then it it's adds one a green, th- and you can put a negative counter on it to untap. No, it. not that one. No. This one adds one of any one cut co- one mana of any color for each. I think mana symbol you have in play in a permanent. Right. So if you play a proge- if you're playing a progenitus deck and progenitus is in play, it produces five mana Everything, of yeah. one of each color. Oh, okay. So, so like this is kind of this. I saw this and I thought like, okay, bloom tender. That sounds. It seems it's, you got to work harder to get to it, but it's definitely got that kind of feel. Yeah, I think that this is actually a better like it's better because you don't you can only cast it with land and you could use it to pump out stuff on turn two if you didn't play something on turn one. But uh and, and then plus the upside of the adapt. I think it's I think it's interesting because I know a lot of people in Cube they also have like Sylvan Carrioted and they have a wall of roots. So like is there is there room for a, like another one of this type of thing? And uh, I think that there is. I think it's worth trying out, and then we'll see what happens. It feels like it, it's either it's one of those cards that are it's either going to define a format or do nothing. Uh, like you said, like a Sylvan Carry added, um, where time will tell. But these have historically been very strong. Uh, we we're a little up against it, so why don't you why don't we stay with you, Milo, and just give us your number one as well. All right. Uh, so number one is incubation and incongruity. Ooh. It's the split card, and I had a tough time. It was like 50-50 between the two split cards. I think both are interesting, but I don't definitely don't want to put two split cards of the same guild in my cube. You know, sure. um, and this one, the reason why I like it is that it's two kind of narrow abilities put together to make a really solid card that you're happy to put in your main deck. Like the ability to uh, look at the top five cards and choose a creature. So like search if, uh, if things aren't going your way, but you really want to use it for the incongruity, which is the Pongify, right? I think that was mm-hmm. what the yeah. card was called before. Or like rapid um, hybridization. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I think that it's it's great in a pinch. Like if somebody's using a you know a combat trick, 
pop that incongruity off and it's like yeah combat's over buddy go with the program pick up your teeth and get the hell out of here you know what i'm saying (laughs) do you think (laughs) do you think this will replace a beast from from like a beast within okay so beast within is permanent right that's the reason why beast within is is Ah, a lot better especially in cube when you're dealing with stuff like uh how do i get rid of the stupid mimic that or he's almost at 20 cards. I got to get rid of the shell dot guile. You know, things like that is, is, it makes it a little bit better. Sure. Zub, you're two and one. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen here. Sure. All right. Oh, there you all see it. All right. Yeah. So my number two is Gruel Spellbreaker for one red and a green and Ogre Warrior 3 3 with Riot. And in case everybody forgets what Riot does, it enters the battlefield with your choice, a 1-1 counter or haste. And it has trample. And as long as it's your turn, you and Gruul Spellbreaker have hexproof. So just on the front of this, just a 3-3 for three. And these colors is pretty good, and especially with trample. But I love Riot here because it really gives you the choice of... Do I want to swing and attack with this now or pump it up as a 4-4 and try to hold it back as maybe a blocker or something and then go swing with it the next turn after that? Um, This just seems a straight beater and a straight pack one pick one if you open up this card in a draft. Very first card spoiled for the entire set, I believe, as well. It was it? Yeah, I think so. God, what just a great great one of One of the first ones. Yeah. Yeah. So my, or anything else to say about this one? I like that city of solitude effect. I like yeah, that yeah. on your turn, or actually, that's like like a grand abolisher effect. But like, it's to give that power to red green is pretty nasty. Yeah, it is. It's pretty stupid nasty. Yeah, yeah earmuffs children. This card fucks for sure. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, she does. <laughs> so right. my number one is. Nikya of the Old Ways for three mm. red and green. It's a centaur druid at five five. You can't cast non-creature spells. Eh, I mean, yeah, that, that sucks. But whenever you tap a land for mana, add one mana of any type that land produced. So you essentially get double mana. So, but if you're in gruel anyway, you want to be smashing faces with creatures and limited for sure. So that being not being able to cast non-creature spells, I don't give a shit. Next turn, I'm gonna cast, you know, and raise forerunners and kill you. So I mean, yeah, it is a little bit of a drawback if you manage to play this card in limited, but it's kind of worth it. Not if you're playing Eldrazi, (laughs) right? (laughs) I don't like that it's a Nombo in EDH with uh, Primal Order because Primal Order wants you not to play creature spells in Gruul, and then but you can't cast Primal Order if you if you have her. So that's a want want for me. Yeah, it's. I, I guess I can see that in other formats. I just. I guess I'm just looking at through the limited lens and this sure. is just a straight beater card and I oh, love it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I probably guess I should have do an honorable mention of Domri Raid, but eh, I mean, it's it's a good card. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good Planeswalker, but mm-hmm. I felt like that would have been too obvious to pick. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah, great list. Uh, Coach, you're up. All right. Uh, All right you're you're number crazy. two and one. All right, you crazy bastards. Let's do this. <laughs> The Deputy of Detention. Yes, Queen. Yeah. Enters the battlefield. Exile target non-land permanent opponent controls and other and all other non-land permanents that player controls with the same name. So tokens, goodbye. Multiple copies of stuff, goodbye. So 
I like this card. It's an early, it's an early game play, or it could even be a mid-level play, like a mid-game play, to just kind of clear some stuff out of the way. So it's simple, it's nice, and it's a little defender card with a kind of a big butt, but it's not bad. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean it's detention sphere uh, with with a body. I, I like how they've done this for this this. Uh, uh, format now with with returning to return to Ravnica. It's like they they printed cards that were like way too strong. In return to Ravnica uh, and made them and kind of scaled them back a little bit, but still is it scaled back? You know, with now it has a power and toughness. This thing it's a detention sphere that could end games by itself if left un left unchecked. Like the wrath that we're probably going to talk about in a second. A anyone else have anything to talk about? Deputy detention. I like it's blinkable. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, cr critters are blinkable, and that can ruin someone's day. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, more tokens? Nope, gone. Yeah, Brago's best friend. And then the Beast of the East. Actually, just, let's see what. Emergency Powers. This player nice. shuffles his or her hand, and then draws seven cards. And then if you cast this during your main phase, you get a permanent card with converted seven mana or less from your hand onto the battlefield. I think that's pretty nice. So it's like a bigger Wheel of Fortune-ish. Yeah, it's, it's And then it's on top of that, get a converted seven mana onto the battlefield or less immediately. So the addendum is really cool with this. And I think EDH is going to see a lot of stuff with, if you have like, like with me, my thing is Atraxa. So like Super Friends, so play this, get rid of your hand, or uh, get rid of your hand, and then get seven cards, and then whatever is seven or less, put it on the battlefield and start just going away. So super friends for me is going to be pretty fun with this card. I'm yeah. going to be I'm going to be the one that says it. I'm going to ask the question: Does this go in modern Tron? Mm, no, <laughs> probably not. Probably Can not. you no, force that's... this in modern Tron to be like I have seven mana? No. I'll just fix it. No, because most put, Tron is playing green now. They're not playing in white or blue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or, I, I see. Or, se anytime I see seven mana, I wonder and ask, and it's going to put a something seven or less into play. I mean, yeah. Get, I mean, get a new hand cast to Karn. No, no, not okay. at all. All right. Let's see. It's a reasonable question, but yeah, I, I have to agree. I don't think so. But this, there's something that this card's going to do. It, it's it's huge and flashy. And it's better than what is what was the other one? The the big is it enchantment? Um oh, from, Thousand Year Storm? Yeah, I think what? That, I don't know. I think that this what? is be more Thousand Year Storm better. This one's more fun than Thousand Year Storm, but sure. and, and it's got bolus horns. That's <laughs> eh, true bolus. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Two oh, but wait, but wait, but wait. What about there's more? Praise be Yawgoth. Oh. oh. <laughs> we're supposed. Hey, so uh, yeah, there since I've been, I finally finished the Thran book, and uh, yeah, so we're all gonna be Yawgoth priest. Congratulations, so, yeah, join. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Join, great, great. join <laughs> bitches. That was great, man. Going full <laughs> hand. Two and one. <clears throat> okay, two and one for me. Uh, we are gonna number two. Where'd it go? There it is. <laughs> the devil. Another. Yet again, Rakdos gets a sweet, sweet murder spell. 
and this one hits artifact creatures and planeswalkers. Actually, this is the other half of that uh, mortify putrefy combo, like two two removals. This one's a little harder to splash because you double black with red, but all the same, this is gonna. This is this is this one says uh, uh, says hi to Teferi. Like sorry, <laughs> sorry, coach. <laughs> Rakdos has an answer for Teferi, and this is it. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is again. This is like the fixed version of uh, Dreadbore. Even though Dreadbore wasn't, it was a sorcery. It wasn't like broken or anything. But I think this is kind of the scaled down version of Dreadbore. I at instant speed. I think that makes maybe. a difference. Yeah, maybe like, better. And and this is the other thing. Like people people freaked out when the whole Jace the Mind Sculptor was getting unbanned in Modern. Like when that happened, I was thinking to myself, that there's plenty of removal now. When Modern first started, we didn't have the kind of removal you need for Planeswalkers. Good point. Now we have it. We had it then. We've got even more now. So you know this this does does some good work. I think the casting cost that's what keeps it out of number one. Just because it's really like that, the, having that kind of mana fixing is in this color combo, like straight red, black, you don't get access to fetching lands as much. It's, it's different, you know. Rakdos is just different like that. So the number one for me is uh, absolutely Theater of Horrors. Um, and I would say I like this because I'm having a whole lot of fun with Experimental Frenzy and Arena. And this to me is Rakdos's version of Baby Karn. So, what is it, Karn Scion of Urza, where oh, yeah. okay. the ability you, your opponent basically has to decide which one goes to your hand, which one goes to exile. Yeah. And the exiled card, well, the exile card gets a token on it, which means it can be pulled back out of exile with any any Karn that's on the field. This one is a not as good in the sense that you have to use that exile card with the version of Theater of Horrors that you have in play. And I think if you lose that Theater of Horrors, then you lose those cards. But Red Black doesn't care about that. Red Black, this is just card draw in Red Black. And basically, Red Black is going to burn through things quickly, and it has the ability to deal damage to target opponent or a planeswalker for four mana. So, Do you lose those cards though? Because if you just play another theater of horrors, is, does I, that? I believe you do. I think with um with the what was it the Theros planeswalker where you exile the top three and you can cast something with the planeswalker, then you can't. Oh, you talking about Ashiok? Ashiok. I think if that version of Ashiok goes away you don't have access to those exiled cards anymore. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure I encountered that somewhere. That's okay. why this isn't as, as good as Karn, but in red-black, this is top deck card draw. So putting that kind of kind of fuel into a red-black deck is just insane. I think this, is, this and at 3 CMC, we may even see this in Jun for Modern. I'm guessing. I don't, I, know, I don't play Modern, but this will go into EDH decks. This is just awesome the ability to fit you know make your top deck work for you is a big deal in burn wasn't even on my radar man that's awesome uh you kind of talked me into it i like it mm. all right uh and then i'm just gonna shout these out real quick uh number two uh mrs tasa the orzov sign well no she's not orzov sign anymore she's she's kind of like we, we've seen the iterations through the years uh, I think she was the Orzov Scion, then she was the uh, uh, connoisseur, connoisseur of ghosts or some some crap. Like she just keeps getting demoted, uh, demoted, and now she's just Tasa. She you should know, be number one in Orzov, not Kaya. Right? Yeah, she's just Tasa from the block now, uh, which which I totally appreciate because this is just 
probably the best Tasa that we that we've ever had. And like Johnny said before, her and Judith are just BFFs. They're gonna make a sweet Mardu um, reanimator or uh, uh, I'm sorry, Aristocrats deck. I think it's gonna happen. Two one white, one black for a two four. As Tasa tends to do, she lost a little bit of her junk uh, from from the last one when she was the Envoy of Ghost. But two four for four is great stats, um, and she's a human, which is which is huge. Uh, if a creature dying causes a triggered ability or a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. So I mean, think about having this out with your lingering souls guy, uh, and then bringing it back. It just Orzov, uh, oh, and then creature tokens you control have vigilance and lifelink, so she's a freaking, uh, pretty much an intangible virtue. Doesn't give the boost, but vigilance and lifelink is is great. I mean, in with all the guilds, like you could have, you could throw in a couple of uh, gruel decks with the rampage and have a, a, a like a very aggressive strategy, um, and and all the other uh, guilds kind of kind of work well. The Orzov ones work really well with with Rakdos, but also work really well with themselves. Like you, I feel like you can stay a black white deck if you have a, a strong token strategy and do just fine. Number one, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Kaya Orzov Urserper because she's terrible. Uh, I hate her in the story. I hate her as um, the Planeswalker card. Um, I she's a great character, but I just think that wow, what a what a fart in the wind as far as uh, her abilities go for. Um, a planeswalker, I feel like it was just completely wasted. Wait, um, so you're saying this year number one? That was not. I said, what's, <laughs> what's oh, not? oh, okay, okay. I, I was I was confused for a second. I didn't hear the not. <laughs> it's it's not it's not her planeswalker card, but it is her wrath. Oh my god, that's two white, two uh black. Destroy all creatures. You gain life equal to the number of creatures you controlled that were destroyed this way. It's showing the you know, it's so sad that she's killing off my my homeboys. Uh, the the Orzov uh, Obzadot Ghost Council that was my first EDH deck ever. You always remember your first, but yeah, what a what a card! Uh, this is the fixed version of Supreme Verdict. Supreme Verdict was a little bit easier to cast, but a four mana Wrath. That's what we're back to. Plus, you you uh, you put on Fumigate on that thing. I'll take a Fumigate over not being able. Well, but it's but it's potato. Uh -oh. We lost the host. Oh no. So it appears we have lost John. I'm looking at his picture right now and it's just sort of him going the whole time. <laughs> so, Am I gone? Am I gone? Uh, there you are. There oh, you man, are. I didn't even know I was gone. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. So that is our one to five. Uh wanna go through and thank the guests so much. Uh starting with Mr. Milo the Great. Thank you so much for finally joining us on Tin Street Hooligans. I'd love to have you back sometime for the hive mind, but where can everyone find you, sir? Uh you can find me on youtube.com slash Milo the Great One. Uh, I have a YouTube channel that I post a video whenever I feel like it. And uh, I'm gonna post uh, some bar magic. A lot of people getting drunk playing some cards. That's what it's about. Uh, you can find on my channel. And you can also check out my podcast, Flock Talk, that I do with my partner, Catherine, and her friend, Chris. It's about video games. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Mr. Johnny Slivers, the producer. Where can everyone find you? You can find me here. You can find me on YouTube at Cackling Carnarium. And you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers. And uh, I put posts on the card sphere with the blog posting and all that stuff. I'm... I'm working on some little EDH nuggets to look for at your pre-release and hopefully going to get that off and to the presses before the week is over. 
that should be happening. I'm, I'm getting there. It's happening. Don't nice. worry. Johnny's kind of a big deal now. Coach, when you're not reading to the kids uh, sweet uh, stories about Yogmal, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on The Car Bazaar. On, that is my YouTube channel. They can also find me um, on Twitter. It's Coach at The Car Bazaar CC. Not to get confused with the Australian card company, The Car Bazaar, which is actually coincidentally, yeah, we ran into them by mistake or some people assumed i was part of that australian market and uh i am not, not? i am not <laughs> you just <laughs> ripped um, off their name yeah <laughs> but so actually update on the story everyone so the thran audiobook as far as recordings go is done it is finally done as of this morning okay now we just got to edit the other 20. <laughs> now we just got to edit the other 22 files. <laughs> well, I was like, what's he talking very, about? <laughs> very slowly get it out. And then probably after the whole audiobook's done, I'm probably going to take a week or two off to kind of figure out what I'm going to do next. Uh, there's a few people that want me to do the Brothers War audiobook. There's some people that want me to get back to card anthology for a couple rounds. Wrath and some Storm, Wrath and Storm, Wrath and Storm. Is that what you want? Wrath and Storm. As, as far as audiobooks? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's the best uh, uh, best story in yeah. magic. Really? You think so? I think mm. so. <laughs> really? <You don't>, really? <laughs> but, re but really? All right. But yeah, y'all could find me there. So uh, also check out the audiobook. And don't mind the voice acting that I attempt. So yeah. I'm sure it's fine. It's Morgan Freeman style quality. It's wonderful. Zuby, uh, before you tell everyone where we can find you quickly, tell everyone what's coming up uh, next episode. Kind of a Ooh. kind of a big deal, sir. So next episode is going to be a special Tin Street Hooligan Dungeons and Dragons episode featuring someone who's been on the podcast before, Pixie Kitten. And I will be the special dungeon master gathering you all in the world of Ravnica as you all go on a little quest, we shall say. Ah, oh, awesome. And don't don't assume you know our guilds uh, on this one. We, we might have switched it up a bit. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be so awesome. And where can everyone find you, sir? Uh, Magikazubi can be found on facebook.com slash Magikazubi, on Twitter at Magikazubi, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zubi. You can also find me on YouTube, just find, just search for Magikazubi on YouTube. And normally I list off where my podcast Magikazubi is on, but it's on so many platforms now since I changed hosts. I don't even know where it's on anymore. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> search for it. You'll awesome. find it. Awesome. You can find me right here on this very channel. They said, we said, you could also find me checking out cardsfigure.com, the best place to buy, sell, and trade your Paper Magic the Gathering cards. If you want a sweet uh, Tin Street Hooligans or the Hivemind uh, custom playmat, go to inkedgaming.com, enter promo code HiveMindMTG to get 10% off that jazz. You can support the show and all the others on They Said We Said at Patreon.com. Uh, you could also follow me on Twitter at OrzovDunn. Uh, and that's it. That, uh, our, do we have a sign off? I don't even remember. We haven't done this in so long. We're we're gonna D and D next week, and I'm freaking excited. So, oh uh, yeah, it only took everyone. like four weeks to get John's character in. Shh, I know. Don't tell people how the sausage is made or isn't made. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>